Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with someone who's got a, a hell of a story to to tell. In fact, he's a uh, he's someone who's at a protest as we speak right now, and he's always uh, allowing his voice to be heard. And recently, recently he uh, he was outside protesting outside District Attorney Tim Sinney's home, and he was arrested. And we're going to get the story from him. It is a it is an unbelievable story, but I, it, it seems like they just they just stomped all over his civil rights. Uh, Devon Tony, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, Frank. How are you? Thank I'm, you. I'm doing great. Uh, give us the story from the beginning about uh, about Tim Sinney and and what happened to you because this is this is America and, and and you'd like to believe this kind of thing doesn't happen anymore, but it did. It happened to you and and you're here to tell yeah. the story. Yeah, it um it goes it goes really deep, man, and it started with uh, other politicians actually. Um Philip Ramos, who was the assemblyman in um Brentwood on Suffolk Avenue. And uh they locked me up for assault and rioting, assault on police and rioting at Ross Memorial Park in Brentwood. Um Ross Memorial Park in Brentwood was uh previously before I went in, it was called a dope park, a crack park. And, you know, people were actually scared to go in the park because when they, when they went into the park, um, it was like a reason, police say, so-called, to stop them, go through their pockets, um, throw them on a car. They would drive their vehicles on the lawn in the park. Uh, what I did was I seen a need there. It was during COVID, March um, 2020. And, uh, I was previously like selling water um, and juices for um, for cheaper prices to make sure uh, the people were drinking and stuff like that. But then I uh, started to get uh, donations and stuff. So we put tables out and we put grills out and uh, we would cook for the people. I would go in because I'm a peer counselor, a peer specialist. Um, I worked two years at hand co- Hands Across Long Island. You know, I put that touch. So I broke bread with the people and I reduced the crime over there to the point where a lot of the boosters, most of the boosters were in boosting. A lot of the dealers stopped dealing. We were sending people to uh, to detox um, in Queens, uh, Manhattan, and Greenport and Long Island, uh, Nassau County. Uh, we sent them to rehabs. And a lot of people were healing and getting better. Police came in, and they arrested me. They couldn't make as many arrests no more. They went from anywhere between 20 uh, arrests a day somewhere in, in, in around in Brentwood and Central Islip and Bayshore to about not even half of that because the park was open to everybody. And uh, we put a basketball court in there. And in comes Ramos. And after they uh, they locked me up, they put on the news that I was this big-time, uh, I'm this drug dealer and this, uh, uh, this uh, these people are vagrants. And, but what actually it was, it was uh, homeless people, Frank. The people were homeless in the park. I lived in a park previously for eight months. And when I went to jail, I was bailed out by Marie Tucker. And uh, that was because they raised my, they put my bail at $500,000. Wow. $500,000, even though on record it says indigent and undomiciled. That means I have no money and I was homeless. 
So I'm in jail, and uh, Latoya Basmore uh, meets Marie Tucker, and I get out. So I was able to continue my activism, but they didn't want that. I was able to say that I had videos, and I found more since I've been out to prove my innocence. So I went, and I told them, what I need is a grand jury because I wasn't afforded a grand jury, and they indicted me without knowing the story. And I needed them to see the videotapes. Without seeing the videotapes and hearing from the people in the park, they're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get found guilty. They're going to try to send me to trial. So by the grace of God, Marie took a swoop in and got me out, and I was able to get this evidence. On May 25th, I went and I protested in front of the district attorney's house, Tim Sini. And it was a peaceful protest. I have two videos that I just found because they stole my phone and they assaulted Latoya Basmore to get my phone and my evidence. But now I have that back. I just got it like a week or two, a week or two ago. And I found it on different um, social media sites. So I do have videos of that protest with me, Christopher Loeb and Latoya Basmore in front of Tim Sini's house. It was a very peaceful protest. And all I talked about was um, the, the, uh, the right that I have um, to have a grand jury, to sit at my grand jury to tell my story so I wouldn't have got indicted. Hey, Devon, let me jump in. Let me remind yes. folks of who you're listening to. You're listening to the voice of Devon Tony. If you're just turning on your radios a little late or just tuning in a little late, Devon Tony uh, here with me, Frank McKay. And you mentioned uh, you, you mentioned Latoya uh, Basmore. Uh, from what I understand, she's she's undergoing uh, physical therapy for the assault that she had uh, had uh, taken there. She had she had taken a, a pretty yes. big hit. Yes, um, she's been in physical therapy for about two months, three months now. Um, a month. A month. Yeah. She said. So I mean, it's you know this is this is something that that. It should have been handled a whole different way. There was no grand jury against you, and and what was what was the outcome? So explain what happened to you after you after you protested in front of Tim Sinney's home, and uh, what uh, what exactly happened after that? And and what was uh, what were you brought in for? What did they read you your rights? Did they arrest you? What what did they do? All right. Um. After the protest at Tim Sini's house, that was May 25th, uh, everything was all right. That night, um, Latoya Basmore gets a text, she tells me from, uh, which she showed me later, from Chris Geo, who was the lawyer that I fired on uh, May 19th. Now, this is May 25th. I fired him very aggressively in court and said why I fired him that he was violating my rights um, and all of that. I stated it all on record, and we had the uh, grand jury minister that also. So we get rid of him, and on um, May 25th that night, he's saying, oh, uh, you, have, uh, you have to get to court. Uh, Judge Maisie wants you in court. Oh, the 26th. I'm sorry. That was the day after the uh, protest, after they found out about the protest. So we told also... Uh, I told her, I don't know. I don't know about that. That's not a court date from a lawyer that I fired. I, don't, I didn't hear from, from a lawyer. I am my lawyer, and I have a judge, and I got nothing from them. And the court date is right around the corner, June 2nd. The next day, they put a, a warrant out for me. And Bless you. Well, and, again, you're listening to the voice of Devon Tony. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, we're hearing the story 
of what happened in front of Tim Sinney's house. And uh, it seems like they just uh, it, you know, completely ignored uh, Devon Tony's uh, civil rights and, and Latoya Basmore's uh, civil rights. And, and they made an arrest with uh, uh, really no charges. I, I don't know what happened exactly. I Get to that, Happened Devon. that day, the district attorney, the, some of the police officers had um, district attorney written on the back of their outfits. And there's video of that. So they contacted, and they're not supposed to do this. Tim Sini's not even supposed to be involved with involved with the case. Yeah. You know, he had ADAs on that, you know. And uh, Will Ferris was on it also. And uh, Will Ferris, who prosecuted me uh, in, in 1996, he wasn't even supposed to be nowhere close to me on this case. Um, he came, and the judge, Judge uh, Superior Court Justice, during a, a habeas cousin, what is it? What's his name? Santinelli, Supreme Court Justice Santinelli. He said specifically, what gave you the authority to take away his constitutional rights and lock him up? And they had, he started talking about 96. He started talking about 2008. He said, I didn't ask you that. I asked you, what gave you the right on May 28th to lock him up and strip him of his constitutional rights? They had no answer for that. So he said, you violated his constitutional rights. But the thing is, Santinelli raised my bail to $300,000. So I was in jail for another two months, and I was faced with trial, and I went to trial. And I won that trial, and I was found not guilty of assault and on police officers. I was found not guilty of rioting at Ross Memorial Park. But it's still closed. And right now, I have a resistant arrest charge that I have to go to uh, court for to be sentenced on. But there's no charges to go along with it. There's no, uh, and it says, uh, to this resistant arrest, you have to resist a uh, criminal offense. That's a misdemeanor or a felony. I don't have no misdemeanors or felony, you know? So having to still go through, on with the process, you know, is hurtful, is damaging. I'm already traumatized for it. You know, I think last night was probably the first time I had more than like uh, four or five hours sleep. You know, it's traumatizing having to go through that. They had me in cuffs and shackles, Frank, every day there. Cuffs and shackles. I go to the law library, which I only went twice. I go to uh, medical, cuffs and shackles. I go down to a visit with the attorney, cuffs and shackles. Church, cuffs and shackles. Everywhere I went, cuffs and shackles. And still now, I wake up now, Frank, and I'm and I'm in cuffs and shackles, even though not physically, but I wake up, like, struggling. You know, and, and it's, it's like... I suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder already, but to have to go through this, it just added on to my trauma. So what what kind of explanation, and again, we got a minute or two left with Devon Tony. the story, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's disturbing, and it happened in front of the district attorney's uh, house. Uh, he referenced it in a debate, and he started talking about 1996, and it's like, I, I don't know where 1996 has anything to do with what happened this year or last year. Uh, I don't I don't get that. But, again, he's uh, he's pointing to that. That's a whole other story. Don't get into that now, Devon. But uh, where are you now? Are you are you in a situation where you're um, where, where you're safe or do you feel like you're going to you could be locked up at any time? Uh, are, no, are they leaving you alone? Um, they don't they don't bother me. Uh, as of now, but I feel very unsafe because I see like I see them passing all the time. I see uh, I see them watching me all the time. But that's but that's nothing new. 
but I'm always at the doors, always at the window. It's uh, it's a lot of trauma. Everything that comes along with it, I'm always uh, paranoid and nervous. Well, listen, let me let me just say this. Hopefully, this is just a part one. We're gonna have a whole series going with you following uh, along with what you're what you're doing. Is there anywhere on social media people could follow you? Are you on social media? Or do you have a website where people could could contact you or follow along with your plight? Yes, sir. Um, on Facebook, I'm Devon D Real Tony, and uh, that's D E V O N D dash R E A L last name T O N E Y. Also, uh, we have uh, Latoya Basmore, and uh, Ain't All Included and Treated, and that's uh, a Facebook page also. And uh, uh, we have a card with uh, phone numbers on it from the, for the Ain't Project. And that's 631-796-4873 or 757-448-0583. Uh, Devon, I, I don't have to tell you, boy, the, uh, uh, the county has to feel very vulnerable right now to a lawsuit. And we'll talk about that at another time. But listen, I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad you're, you're healthy. It sounds uh, mentally is the issue and emotionally uh, is the issue. But physically, you, you sound like you're, you're okay and uh uh, listen, cheering you on, uh, Devon, and uh, thank you very much for being here, and I, I can't wait for our part two. Yes, sir. Devon, nice talking to you, Frank. Devon, Tony, everyone, uh, he is, uh, you know, he's someone uh, who's got a story, and I'll tell you what, uh, th- this is this is not a story that's going to end after Election Day. This is a story that's going to go on. Tim Sinney had him arrested, um, really, for being out in front of his house. Uh, you know, look, I'm sure we're not uh, comfortable with somebody protesting outside of, of houses or whatever, but it's his right. Uh, it's America, and he has that right, and it was a peaceful— no one, uh, no one that I know of in any reasonable sense said it was an unpeaceful protest. It was a peaceful protest— and these two activists who pro- they're at a protest now, right? They're in Wyandanch, and uh, and they're they're there uh, uh, for a protest for a principal who was fired, and uh, you know, but they they're activists. They uh, they got involved with uh, the park and so forth. Um, let me tell you, there's a lot more to this story. Devon Tony is yes, now special guest. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on yes, Breaking It Down.